Okay, fine. No, Blame me. Is, it's okay. This is what happens when we record on a Tuesday. We are not a, we're not sorry. Tuesday night people, right? I'm not any night people, okay? I'm just trying to get to the end of my work year so I can sit. I just want to be a blob. Like, for one whole day, I just want to, like, be with a Gudiyama. Is that the lazy egg? That's what I want to be. I don't even know what you're referencing. You've right? never seen the lazy egg? I've sent it to you before. It's not ringing any bells. I'm sorry. I apologize. Is your phone on Do Not Disturb? My phone is definitely on Do Not Disturb. It's actually not, you liar. Oh, some people just get mad. Because my phone's on Do Not Disturb this time because you wanted to not only call me out on the podcast, but then make it a clip. I was like, oh, stab, stab to the heart. I don't even know what you're referring to because you, I will give it to you. My phone isn't on Do Not Disturb, but the last time I got an alert was 32 minutes ago. So you tried it. <laughs> That's a <laughs> lie because you got an alert from me when I sent you. The podcast link. Last message I saw. I don't. Get, oh, that doesn't count because I don't put my messages and my notifications. Why not? Because I'm going to check my messages anyway. I don't need to be notified about them. I'm going to hit notification every single time now. Now that I know for a fact it's not your notifications. <laughs> I don't, that, that explains a lot now. That explains why it takes you so long to text me back. And here it was, me thinking that you were busy. Nope, you just turned off your notifications. I feel like it's a personal thing, honestly. Do you have my notifications turned off? I have all my notifications turned off. Is that so? I don't like my phone going off. Every, like, it literally annoys me when people's phones go off all the time. Because you got this notification going off and that one it's like your gmail and then your messages and then your email and then like your boom beach and then your youtube video and then it's a facebook notification and it's fucking t- hi guys it's your ever forgotten co-host chano and i am ray the big and stan and this is <laughs> another episode of black girl charm charm blah blah can't even talk. Gosh. Black girl You seem like that gag reflex on point though. What was <laughs> This episode, like, it is cursed. This is episode is so fucking cursed. <sighs> you know what? I didn't even take a drink of anything yet. This is this is how I know it's cursed. I'm sober. Delicious as Did always. you get your drink in? Mm-hmm. Hi, everybody. This is Ray. The Big N Stan, and welcome to another episode of Black Girl Charms, a Charmed Rewatch podcast. Another drink of water, because, you know, sip one, sip one. Oh, my. Well, I guess we can go right into the report since you are starting to get liquored up. So what have you been up to this week, my friend? Um, I have been <laughs> laughing for the past two days about this Robin Dixon meme that I posted. <laughs> Robin Dixon meme. <laughs> um, 
first the first day it was because of the meme itself or the tweet itself the second day it was because everybody started yelling at me telling me that Big Ange has never been a part of the Real Housewives of it, of Potomac franchise. But wasn't Big Ange already like passed away? Because I feel like Big when Ange she passed, passed away, away, I didn't even have... 2016. Okay. Yeah. R.I.P. Big Ange. Yeah. Love her up, love her down. Yo. Them box rings. Yo. I'm she, telling you, she do look like <laughs> She definitely... That was a 27 with her natural hair. And whoever did them braids, come out and let us know. We, we're not going to jump you for real. I know a lot of people use that as like, we're not going to jump you. But for that ass, we're not going to jump you. Who did the braids? The people want to know. They were cute braids. They were very cute. But now you're getting dragged. It happens. Welcome to social media, which is why I don't do social media, because I will cuss the bitch out. Um, I'm not That's why dragged. you handle all of our... I'm not getting dragged. Y'all are yelling to the void. I just want y'all to know this. Everybody asks me, how do I handle social media when people start talking wild and reckless? Thank you for the engagement in my Shawnee O'Neal voice. I know she said thank Mm -hmm. you for your services, but Mm -hmm. thank you for the engagement. Which is why you have less shadow work to do than I do because (laughs) I am still in the reincarnation of myself that you're going to get dragged and I'm going to hurt your feelings. See where he gets it from because he wanted to annihilate a child over the child consistently taking his Crocs without socks on his camping trip. So what was the level two? (laughs) My child wanted to take to a level 10. And we'll just leave it there. I just want to apologize in advance if the edit you hear sounds so bizarre, so weird. Like, you know something is cut out. You just don't know what. Just know. If I could, I would. But we just gotta move on. Okay? We just gotta move on. So what else? Besides clearly doing way more shadow work than I have this week, what else have you been doing? You know what? We've been trying to record this like 14 times already. And I just need to get it out of my system one more time. Oh, okay. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Candy, if I could be your payroll... I'm not gonna run. I'm definitely not running a stand account. I, I don't. I don't believe in stands like that. But if I could be on your payroll in some way, shape, or form, you know, you not looking for a peach, bitch. You not looking for a peach. Don't block my blessings. Take your ass right back on to fucking Potomac, okay? Take your ass right down to Potomac. <laughs> All I could think was, I gotta wait for you to be on somebody's payroll. <laughs> Maybe not Candy's, but. Oh man! No, nah, right, you know what? No, 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 no,
Mm-hmm. This week's and none of y'all answer my question. I'm just letting y'all know that none of y'all answer my question. Is it? Because well, no. I mean, we just dropped the episode. No, what I was... did a question two weekends ago too. Oh, okay. I don't. I, I don't pay attention to the Spotify numbers like that. My bad. I know. Um, um, but for the Spotify question of the week is if you can be on anybody's payroll on any housewives franchise whose payroll would it be definitely now remember this is housewives so will you get a gen shaw maybe not but you know they are volatile ladies who would i I be the reason why I say Candy is because look how long Dom wanted her been rocking. I'm not going to say nothing bad about Candy because I'm not. I, 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 mm. You know what? You're right. You're right. Look how long right. her and Dom Juan been rocking. Her and right. Dom Juan been together since her first season. All right. I was going to say some real flagrant shit. And then I love myself. I'm like, this Mm -mm. episode is already choppily. I don't think I'd be on anybody's payroll, to be honest. I don't know if I would want to be around. You know who would be really interesting to be with when she's not playing a villain? Kenya. You know what? An e commerce project manager. I can be on anybody's payroll and never have to be in the same room with anybody. All our I meetings mean, could be all our meetings. I'm, could be. I'm not even for somebody who has been working remotely since before the pandemic. Not being in the same room with somebody does not mean that that person will not get on my last damn nerves. But you know what? <laughs> Once I close my laptop, but I feel like if you're working for a housewife, does it really end when you close the laptop? If it's an e-commerce store, yeah. Oh, so that's what you would do. You would be. I would be payroll. myself. I would be my literal self. You need a website, boo boo. You sell it. You sell it with candles, Wendy. You selling candles? No, she not. Aaron? No, she not. You selling? Oh, Ashley and Giselle out here coming out with a line of clothing. Y'all need a website, boo. Duh. Clearly, mm-hmm. you've been watching Real Housewives this week. <laughs> I, you know what? I've been watching ER, and it is wild the shit that they got away with on nineteen on nineteen in nineteen nineties uh, television. Yeah, I mean we're watching it now. I'm like, there was like, actually, I'm not even going to say it. Because I don't want some weirdo to, like, find the episode I'm talking about and then, like, use that for whatever. But there is... I'm watching ER, and the things they get away with on that show is this... <sighs> Y'all think Grey's Anatomy bad. All right. <laughs> um, Have you been reading anything? I haven't been reading. Um, I've only been... Nothing? Listen, no. I'm, I Listen... I'm in charge of our social media and, you know. And your brain has been on complete overdrive exactly. with that. It's so interesting because 
I use reading to kind of like decompress mm-hmm. and you don't. So that's interesting. Like almost yeah. like you see it as another task where I'm like, Ooh, let me go get my tea and cozy up and read. Because I need to be, I get so overwhelmed or stimulated by outside sources that I can't turn my brain off when I'm reading. Mm-hmm. So like I'm I can't I can still hear like the person on the train coughing or I can hear people coming into the the building or I can like something's going on or I'm getting distracted by something or it's just like okay I got distracted now, now where was I fuck now I got to reread this whole page all over again like that's so interesting cuz I'm the exact opposite like if it's a really good book the world around me just kind of stops. Yeah. Like I have looked up from a book and been like, oh shit, I thought I was going to read for 10 minutes and it's been two hours. That is the case too, but very rarely is there like a good book to just like captivate me. I wish we could do more than one question on Spotify because I would love to know what our readers are listening to. Well, because we as I'm about to wrap and up, we do have here. an Instagram. So if you pose your question, I can put it out to the atmosphere. You want me to do social media? No, I want you to state what you want in this video. So state I what can... I want, what I really, really want. Yes. So when it comes to editing, okay, here we go. Social media clips, <laughs> I can just pull this. Like, hi guys. So like, it's your friendly neighborhood, like not, reader from not. the Black Girls Charm. I'm not. I will not. I will not. I will not. Okay, 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 okay. In action. Good evening, guys. This is Janelle, a.k.a. Candy, a.k.a. Can your more hair care? No, no. Can you more hair care? All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm not even looking at you. I literally closed my eyes. I knew you were going to do some dumb shit. I am doing, you're always picking on me, okay? Okay, but no, seriously, seriously. So guys, it's the end of the year wrap up. And I have told you what I've been reading all year. You guys can tell me what I should be playing and what I should be reading. So this is going to go up on our TikTok account. Ray's probably going to show a titty here or there. Do not get distracted by that and answer my question. Thanks. Love you guys. Bye. Oh, boom. Thank you for that because... In the recommending section, I was like, I'm going to tweak it up a little bit. Instead of recommending things for you guys, can you guys, like, recommend me places to eat in, like, in Brooklyn, in Manhattan, in Queens, and South Carolina? South Carolina will be for her and for our listeners that are not in the New York area. <laughs> well, if you guys recommend a lot of South Carolina stuff, maybe I can convince her to come see me and we could do a live podcast. Oh my God. I'm going to be real with you guys. I travel for and we food. Can... I travel for food. So let's be see? honest. Let's be honest. See? If you, even if you are not in the New York City area, you can't tell me where to go. Eventually, some way, somehow, I will find my way to that town and be like, they said they have some like banging ass burgers. Right, I'm here for the right. burgers. Like I know, because you're not here for me again. It's fine, but I feel like maybe we could. Oh, maybe we can do like a diners, drive-ins, and dives. No, black. no, 
I'm mm, no. I'm not gonna get no. sued by Guy Fieri. Well, no, I said, but black. So obviously, and it wouldn't be like a Keith Lee thing either. Cause I'm just telling you this shit smack or not. That's it. I'm not gonna. Oh yeah. Yeah, and... yeah. yeah definitely. To be clear, to like, to be clear, this is no Keith Lee shit. <laughs> no, I just want to eat. I just want some food. I just want to eat. He got that on lock. I just want to eat. Him. Also, also let you know now, I'm not a Christian. So if you try to drag me in the comments, you guys will get dragged back. Okay, okay, I'll that ass. Just throw that out there. Uh, oh no, you know what? I'm a professional woman, so we got to take that out too. Because I'm not gonna be whooping no ass. I'm a good girl. <laughs> That's what he said. I know this will not stop the comments, but I am just saying this as a soundbite. So every time the comment comes up in future episodes or in future social media, I can just pull from this and say it and just post it. Work smarter, not harder, guys. I'm not trying to be Keith Lee. I'm just fat. I love food and will travel for food. You know what? That doesn't make me like a Keith Lee person. That just means I'm fat and want to eat. Let right, me... there will be no reviews here. I just want food. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I made that clear. I'm not reviewing shit. I just want to eat. <laughs> like... Unless it's bad, like that Denver restaurant. Oh, like Four Friends in Denver, Colorado. <laughs> Four Friends Kitchen in Denver, Colorado. I mean, okay. Will Will I let you know what I had? Yes. Will it be? Will I be giving it a grading scale? No. I'm gonna be like, I had the burger and fries, and they were phenomenal. Or I'm not doing all. See, that's a lot of work. I'm not doing all that either. You might get a picture. I might send you a picture as I'm eating for you to post on our social media. But you know how I feel about food. I don't have time to do all that. See, see, see. This is why it's for me and not for you, really. See, I was trying to include you, but I realized that you were going to be like, that's a lot of work and I just want to eat. I don't mind working and eating. Because you know what? You know, I'm just continue with this episode. I'm done. You get this episode by yourself. Nah. I'm every, good. Let's go. Every fucking episode, you get territorial, you get emotional, and then you try to fucking deafen me. You can't have me on this podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. For somebody who edits our audio on a set of headphones, I am not the only one screaming in the mic. So let's not even go there. Two, it is the end of the year. And I don't know what you expect. I'm on the verge of having a nervous breakdown to meet all of my commits before I go on a three-week vacation. You know what's so funny? We used to do this and be in college. (laughs) And how many times did I have a nervous breakdown when I was in college? (laughs) Guys, I did. Yo. We did. Oh, my God. So we did college. We went to the same school. It was mm-hmm. a mostly online program. Mm-hmm. She did it one what, one semester behind me. Mm-hmm. But I also did it with a three-year-old. My husband slash fiance at the time was also getting his master's. And I worked 40 to 50 hours a week. When I say nervous breakdown at least once a month, my little one would tell people that I drank mommy juice a lot. All right. You try to make it seem like I ain't have the struggle. I, my struggle wasn't. So, I, oh, so, what? 
while we what? were both doing this. What? All right. All right. All of that. All, I, all right. You know what? Let's just move forward. You can just edit all that out. And let's just move forward into what else you've been doing. <laughs> because you, you just be out here hurting my feelings. You know, I'm a sensitive Scorpio. And you evil ass Libras don't give a shit about that. You know what it is? Y'all Scorpios all fight the same way. Y'all are start talking about your emotions and getting louder so y'all nobody gets to get their point across. And all we then it's like, oh, I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, or that's you- exactly what you Libras do. And you Libras are non-empathetic. You guys don't give a fuck about nobody's feelings or the things that you say or how you say it. And we we Scorpio just supposed to roll with that. But when we have a nervous breakdown and stab y'all five times in the neck, oh my God, I don't know where that came from. I don't know why she snapped, which is why I hate watching snaps. He know why that family know why that motherfucker got stabbed. He probably was a Libra. You know what? That's a Libra man. I'm a Libra woman. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Okay. You just the one that goes missing. You know so what? After the, after the other person snaps, that, that don't count. 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 I'm a woman. I, I'm, I'm a woman. I'm a woman. You know, we go missing. They don't care. Okay, so. That has nothing with me being a Libra. Pick another one. Pick another one. Your mouth is the reason why you go missing, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your mouth would be 100% the reason yeah. why that man snapped. Just, I just, I'm ready. At any time ID calls me, I'm ready for you, boo. I got you. Fake tears and all. I got you. I don't know. I loved her. I was my soulmate. Excuse me. Excuse me. Can I can I take a second? Excuse me. And then I'm going to get up. Come back. Oh, my God. The cut. The edit when you get up and then come back down. Because you know I got to get up so, I can see, so they can see my what whole... What you whole do with the evil lives here reenactment right now? <laughs> I can see my whole fit. What you think is Joe going to end up on fucking evil lives here? Absolutely the fuck not. Don't you do that to that man. Absolutely not. Mm-mm. If he go, if he gonna be on any show, it's gonna be like fear thy neighbor. You know why? Because excuse me. You know why? Excuse me. Because is it okay if I get up? He will not be on evil lives here. Okay, don't you do that to him. No, I I'm sorry. Not, I will not. Mm-mm. No offense to that man, but Joe would never be on evil lives here. Exactly. You would give the. You would give that man a mental breakdown. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It would have to be like uh, the reason you would be on Evil's lives here. You're not wrong. <laughs> because, you know why? You know why? Because <laughs> this girl really told my mom I put her in therapy. So you know she coming out the woodwork the minute something happened. Ain't gonna be like, oh yes, she traumatized me too. Oh, I can tell you the horrors, the horrors. No, okay. See, that would be different because I'm gonna pull out some pictures that I got of you from the woodwork, and they're gonna be like, these were better times. I'm like, yeah, these were better times. I loved her like a sister. I have but far I told too that many man, photos of me licking knives. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, but no, but no. But I'm gonna be like, I told that man that he could not handle all of that, and now here we are, like Icarus. Nah, see, no, you know what? I'm ready for you. Whether whether you are on the side of the murderer 
whether you're on the side of the one going missing, I am prepared. In my head, it's going to be a bomb-ass, like, two-piece Barbie pink outfit. I'm going to have, like, these hot-ass pumps to go with it. You're going to have my locks done in a nice little, like, business. But I came to, like, speak on my friend's behalf. And I'm going to pay somebody professionally to do my face because I'm not going to be sitting here watching it back thinking, damn, now this is going to be played forever and ever. And my face looks like that. So I'm probably going to pay. So if also, guys, if you know somebody that do bomb ass hair and makeup in the New York area, if and when she either murders or goes missing, I will call more social media. Thanks. Oh my God. And then when they do the podcast on the podcast and then they call me back in, I'm ready. Just like a Scorpio to <laughs> make it fall about me. <laughs> exactly. Like, not once. I mean, did you, you ever What am I supposed to not do? Not once did you ever express how sad you would be with my disappearance. You just gonna be like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I get the good makeup artist. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So you're telling me that if they did a documentary about you, whether you're missing or, because like if you're a murderer, right, and you're behind jail, and then we get to slip you, you know, the video, because you probably have a DVD or something like that, and you get jail cell. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're gonna be somebody bitch because that's you know. I mean, but like, like willingly, 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 not like because you have to, but because you want to. But let's be honest, you Libras are always paired up, so I can't see you being in jail for life and not being paired up with somebody, whether that's like the inmate or or PO. Because let's be honest, this is the life you see. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> especially, wow. especially with Jose. Especially with Jose, I would not be surprised. Batman, God, one more time what? to break one of your dishes. One more time to break one of your dishes and be like, what? I can replace it. You know what? All I will say is, I will search every acre of your land for your body. Don't. <laughs> Just don't. I wouldn't. He like I'm trying to sleep, bitch. And you may loud. You are dumb loud. This is my nighttime hours. He's looking at you like you raggedy bitch. But (laughs) I would. I wouldn't even waste the energy. Just just do like a cleansing ritual to make sure that I've elevated to the next plane. But I wouldn't. You know those boys need. Nita, don't take that away from them. Because I know, I, I know, like, it'd be my mouth that gets me stab, stab. <laughs> be my mouth. I know how you Libras are. I know what buttons to push. So, guys, in to, like, to wrap this up, we're just asking you for a couple of things. If you are in the New York City area, please recommend a fun restaurant so I can get my grub on. Even though I am the big ass I'm not going to Staten Island. I'm not. It's too far. I gotta take a boat. And I got one time to hear the hard R. One time. One time. One time. 
and I'm going right back home. <laughs> so, recommend restaurants and also, you know, even though she will not do what is needed for, you know, my part, for the social media of it all, still recommend restaurants in the South Carolina area. I would come on the podcast and be like, thank you guys so much. It was finger licking good. Or I might come on the podcast and be like, you raggedy ass bitch at such and such social media on TikTok. That place sucks. And clearly, clearly you have no taste. (laughs) But people gonna be like, I need to see the food. I need to see the food. I need to see the food. I'll send you a picture. You know, just making sure. But anyway, anyway. um, (laughs) also recommend audiobooks, reading books, you know. I don't, I don't do audiobooks. Do you do audiobooks? I, from time to time, do audiobooks. Depending. I can't do audio. So audiobooks, to me, is like what reading a normal book does to you. Like, I can't focus long enough to get into it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I do a lot of podcasts. So, I, Which is weird, because I can do a podcast. And I really like the No Sleep podcast. If you're into, like, really scary stories, I used to do it when I worked on site i can't do it in my house because my house has a lot of bumps and lumps and creaks and i can't do it in my house yeah i know (laughs) yes i can't do no sleep podcast here um (laughs) but oh my god um i'm dropping the recipe for this not this well yeah tomorrow when this episode drops not tomorrow tomorrow more than tomorrow when this episode drops so you listen to this I on Wednesday, it. it's on drop Thursday, when y'all listen to it. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> but it is like 36 minutes in and we have not even gotten into the episode. Oh! All right, well, let's go. Okay, well, only other thing I have to say is that I am reading American Queen, which is a little, 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 little smutty. It got a little homosexuality in it. So it's definitely like a wide choose because everybody's fucking each other and it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. So that's it. But we can get started. Um, go ahead. Boom, bam, pow. We are on season three, episode 13, Bride in Gloom. The original air date is February 8th, 2001. William Smith wrote this episode, and this will be his last writing appearance. Um, he previously wrote Sight Unseen. The director this week is Chris Long. This is his second of five uh, directorial appearances. His full credits are in season three, episode nine, Coyote Piper. Um, the guest stars this week is Chad Willett as Justin Harper slash Zyle. Uh, 63 acting credits, the last one being a Dickens holiday in 2021. But he was also in Big Sky. So, you know, got to throw that out there. I liked Big Sky. You know, we did like Big Sky. It got three seasons. It got three. You know what? They gave us Ryan Phillippe in the first one. And then... And you're never going to let that... And <laughs> there's, then, a, there's an episode, some season, where you just went on a rant. Last season, where you just went on a rant about how <laughs> all the promotions were about Ryan Phillippe. And then... <laughs> that was it. But no, I, was, I wasn't even going to go on a rant. I was going to say they gave us Ryan Phillippe in season one. Um, season two, I forgot who they gave us. But season three, they gave us Jensen. So, they and I was coming right off of watching Supernatural. That that definitely hit the spot. That man is Jensen and Reba. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know what I realized? Never mind. All right. So Una Damon <laughs> uh, as Dan Italian. <sighs> Sorry, girl. Every time I said your name, I, I'm like, Genitalia? Is that what they say? Oh, my. I don't know why it was something like genitalia when they were like, Danitalian, genitalia. It sounds similar. It's Dantillion. Mm, the way they were pronouncing it, it was something like genitalia. Anyway, 33 acting credits, the last one being a lifetime drama, Side Order of Life, but was in a season two episode of Girlfriends entitled Into the Woods. Tom O'Brien as Zyle, 51 acting credits, the last one being Chappaquiddick in 2017, but was in a season three episode of Supernatural entitled Long Distance Call. You know, people get both calls from their dead relatives. You bastards. You sons of bitches. Trying to make us think that John was coming back. WB, y'all know how to promote a show, you bastards. Um, the IMDb synopsis this week is Phoebe and Piper are lured to the dark side and relish the new evil powers when a shape-shifting warlock trips crew into a shotgun wedding in an effort to steal the Book of Shadows. First half, correct. Second half, I wouldn't incorrect. even say the first half is correct. They weren't necessarily lured. Yeah, I mean... I was gonna say, okay, one third. They do like relish their powers. They had a lot of. You didn't relish it. You didn't relish it. Um, the DVD synopsis is: Phoebe turns to Cole for help when a demon tricks Prue into marriage, so he can turn the sisters evil and take possession of the Book of Shadows. Also, last half, not what happened. Not what happened. So y'all just making shit up. Um, the trivia for the week, um, this is the first of two episodes where all three sisters are evil, the other one being 12 Angry Zen. Um, Prue and Piper's transformation to evil warlocks show physical signs in the form of dark colored makeup and lipsticks, while Phoebe shows none. Just gonna leave that right there. Right here, right now. Yeah, I guess so, because she was going to go change and then she didn't. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Then she almost started your, like, porno fantasy and then Piper had to knock on the door. I know. Yeah. That was hot. Mr. Phoebe and Paige arrived from 2003 in the episode Cat House to when evil Piper and Phoebe uh, froze and shattered Leo, so we do see this again. Uh, the restaurant where Prue has lunch with Justin is the same one um, from Be Careful What You Wish For where mm-hmm. <laughs> for Prue's date with Dick and again that's where Prue take all her men that's yeah, where she take all her <laughs> yeah. and we'll see it again in another season 3 episode called Pre-Witched um, our summary for the episode is hold on let me like take a sip because you know that's a big ass paragraph I wrote. Sip, 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 sip. While watching her favorite movie, Phoebe is contacted by Cole. Meanwhile, while on a date with Justin, Prue realizes he's not right for her. The evil 
<laughs> the evil priestess genitalia genitalia <laughs> and the warlock Zal work together to turn the hallows evil first by stealing Cruz lipstick they'll immobilize her and while incapacitated uh, the high priestess will perform a marital ceremony that'll turn Prue and eventually her sister's evil. Once the ritual is complete, the priestess betrays Zal and, and reveals that she wants a book of shadows for herself. That one was missing from IMDb and the DVD, but I guess you can't put all that on the back. Um, where'd I go? Oh, book of shadows to gain ultimate power. While this happens, Piper tries to plan her perfect wedding. Phoebe meets with Cole, first to tell him goodbye, then again once they need help finding crew to become the strongest force of evil. By giving into the evil side, they locate Prue, break her marriage bond, and become good again. Phoebe and Prue come to an understanding about Cole, while Piper realizes that her dream wedding just will never happen. Not that she shouldn't marry Leo, but that, you know, how she married him ain't never gonna happen. Can I just ask this question as a day of wedding coordinator event planner person? If you, if I understand that you may not always get the dream wedding that you've always envisioned, but if you have to compromise so much for to get married to this person, does that not make you question the marriage ultimately? Ask me to. <laughs> How rude. $14,000? He said another fourteen k. $14,000? He said another fourteen k. That's all I know. He said another. And I was like, How sway? Also, 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 as a day of wedding coordinator, how the fuck are you affording wedding planners? Maybe P3 is popping. Maybe right. she got like a hookup. Maybe she was like, if you plan my wedding, then I'll like, I don't know, give you free promotion at P3. I don't know. I definitely see it was like barter and trade versus anything else because the fact that she was able to fire them you, how with no repercussion. <laughs> yeah. How she able to break that contract? Because, bitch. Mm-hmm. You think you're breaking right. the contract without paying me? Without paying right. me? So. You wildin'. Um, I will yeah. ask. Mm-hmm. So when Cole comes in and Cole is talking to Phoebe one, is that their new hangout spot? We just going to hang out around his dead daddy's mausoleum? Yeah, why not? Because that's, that's, sure. And then I second mean, of all. I hung out in the dead grandpa's bunker. You're right. But, yeah, you're right. Uh, and second of all, he was trying very hard to hide his accent. And it was coming, like, there were certain lines where he definitely sounded like he was from Staten Island. I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> well, Did you pick that up? No, I think what it was is you had asked us to listen to an episode of Just Jack and Will, and I think I'm the only one who listened to it. So see, what happened was, right, 
I had plans to listen to it. Like I have it like loaded up on my Spotify. I was like, I'm going to get back more into the routine of listening while I'm working. I have eight more working days of the year. They were like, oh, you thought you were going to coast? You thought you were going to coast? I am going through my days now and blocking my free time because people see free times on my calendar and are giving me day of meetings. And I am melting because you know my ADHD cannot candle day of meetings. <laughs> it throws off all. I just... So don't tell me, let me listen to it this week and then we'll talk about it. Do not say anything because I'm, I'm really excited to listen to it. Don't, don't say anything. All right. Um, don't say anything. So I didn't really notice the accent, but all I will say is that um, <laughs> he, it was like he had a very, a, a very good couple of years because that was what, 99? Yeah, that was 99 and this is what, 2001? Like, look at him. And then, you know, from Will and Grace, Charms, Lips Up, Go Juliet, Go Juliet, Go Juliet. I still don't, I want to know why he left FBI. No, but this is not a Julian podcast. This is a Charm podcast. So back is to it not? Is it not? Fine. All I want to know is if you pick it out, if you want to do a, um, and I don't mean to give you work. But if you pull up that scene and he's talking to her, he comes out and when, I forgot what he says. Off, and I can, I'm pretty sure I can pull it. But it comes off like, hey, hey, you want a piece of me? Bada bing, bada boo. No, um, <laughs> I I probably will pull it because this was another episode full of wet chins. And... So I, I definitely want to pull the wet chin because it's so distracting. So in doing It's always that, been distracting. I don't like when they kiss like that. It bothers me. And you see her like I don't wipe like her face. Yes. So how how do you how do you want to go through because I feel like we're bouncing all over the place. So how do you want to go through this episode this week? Um I don't know because I was before I was like before we started recording the first time and not like the many times in between, <laughs> I was like catching up on the episode. Um, I realized why this episode was hella trigger- triggering to me. And it's because um, in high school, I literally had people stalking my life, trying to violently harm me. So I was oh, always, God. yeah. Like, they were always showing up to my school and sitting out there for hours. And eventually, they, like, would go to my job and wait for me to get off of work. Luckily, people love me. And they'll be like, oh, so-and-so was looking for you, so don't go that way. And I would go a different direction. Or I would stagger my, like, when I would leave or cut school or whatever. Long story short, I would always be mindful of the harm that was, like, the very real harm I was in. And in two months, you have realized you've had two stalkers and one stalker like hired mad people to come get you. And not once do these ladies think about minding they six. Nobody's ever like, hmm, that guy who's just been staring at me with his fingers like this and his lips like, like he's, been following us all night. You not? Yeah, that. You not? Y'all not surprised? 
And I don't know, because I've definitely been like followed home before, but I like, I knew that I was being followed. And you know, you take like zigzags and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then you don't use your keys. You like, you know, have somebody like buzz you in and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Have somebody meet you at the elevator. Uh, Zyle didn't even stalk well. <laughs> like, it was very obvious. He wasn't even on, like, he had the payphone like this. Mm-hmm. He was standing by the, in front of Pete Reed, just like. Mm. Right, right. And it's very interesting. And I I brought this up last week too. After everything that's happened, especially with Natalie coming down and saying everything that she stated, it's very interesting that Leo hasn't taken a more active role in getting these girls ready. Because he even tells um, Piper at one point, like, as your powers grow, so does evil. But yet they seem, like, at least in this season, right, like, in other seasons, they become a lot better, and maybe it's due to what happens at the end of this season. Mm-hmm. But they, but they're so wholly unprepared. Even down to, you know, damn well, like you can see it all on Prue's face that Phoebe is lying because she says it to Piper. You don't think it's strange that she's going to school without her books, and nobody like goes to follow her. Nobody is like, well, maybe let me put my date on hold. Because clearly she is still not telling us the truth and we need to go figure out what's going on so that she doesn't put us in danger yet again. It's like, oh, okay, she's lying. Let's go. So another tidbit to me getting stalked was I was getting stalked because I was dating a boy and his ex-girlfriend was like, not on my watch. Not on my watch. And... So I understand being like, a boy, a boy, a boy. But also, yeah, it was a boy, but I was still minding my senses. Like, how could you not, like, how can love consume you so much that you don't even care about your own personal safety? Because, and this is a shot at Piper, to be clear. <laughs> to be Go clear. Ahead. To be clear. It's not even just Piper. It's not even just Piper. Say my Because even before we get to that, when they're at P3 at the very, very beginning and Zyle turns into Piper mm-hmm. and asks Prue for her lipstick. There was no... And then the next day, Prue brings it back up and she's like, I didn't... I didn't ask for your lipstick. And they brush it off to her... Or Prue, I wouldn't say them, but Prue brushes it off like, oh, okay. Must be another You must Piper. have wedding planning on the brain. No! No! Y'all don't think it's odd. Y'all don't think it's strange. Y'all don't think it's weird. And... Even if you have to be, I think, overactive and over on guard for things. But every week, not everything is a coincidence. I mean, I like how they, to give them credit, when Phoebe came back and was like, why are you here? Uh, 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 they really, they got on it immediately. But it's still weird. Like, it just... Their lack of self-awareness. I was asking Jose earlier. I was like, why haven't they ever asked Daryl how to figure out if they have a tail or not? Because you got stalked by uh, Abby, a real-life person. No magic. No magic. 
and you get stalked by demons weekly. You should know how to mind your sex, how to like know if somebody's watching you. Like not even uh, like it just doesn't make any I sense. See, and that doesn't come in until Paige, who has not been coddled, who has not lived in the manor, who did not mm. have grams, mm. who has street sense and is like, y'all are weird. Y'all are coddled. You're right. It's it's interesting to see, I think, Paige would be like the New Yorker. Paige definitely was. Um, Paige is a reformed alcoholic by the time we meet her. So she's been through some things. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Right. Another thing I think I want to highlight in this episode is right before Phoebe becomes evil and she goes to meet with Cole in the mausoleum because Cole uh visits her in her favorite movie and is like, I'm I just wanted to let you know I'm back. For good. It's mad manipulative, but okay. And then they go in the mausoleum and he is just Oh. So you don't want to be with me? You just you just want me to find whoever has your sister because you know if I go right like if I if I go they might get me no. and it, like right before he shimmers he goes like and if I don't come back it's because I've been caught like you little that's I know we're gonna get through the other side that's and it's they, going to ruin that's why they go together that's, that is why they're so good together she was manipulating people last week she he's manipulating her this week it's, can I just say when she meets with him the first time well the second time because he, technically he came to her such one meeting the mausoleum is meeting two and mausoleum the second time when she's just like as long as you didn't tell Leo oh he's like as long as you didn't tell Leo she's like hey he's like well shut baby and this is how we know Leo again. It's not good at his job because why don't the elders know? Why don't the because elders know? Leo would have gotten in trouble. Leo would have gotten, but also the elders are horrible at their job too. Yeah, you know Leo is whack. Yeah. What? Yeah. I feel yeah. that if you really wanted to, there should be four white lighters. There should be one for each sister, mm-hmm. and then there should be like a head white lighter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not Leo. Just Leo. <laughs> yeah, it's just so it's Leo is horrible at his job and him trying to put his foot down in this episode was laughable. <laughs> like, I don't even think Piper but Piper was like, Don't tell me what to do. That was I was like, I I feel like- my favorite is Evil Piper. Like we we get a lot of evil Phoebe, but Evil Piper is the best. When she's in the kitchen. You know what? You're a you're a stick in the mud. <laughs> when she's in the kitchen after she blinks for the first time, and she just like she does this thing with her hands, but she gets so excited. She always does it with her hands, but. Mm-hmm. She did it, and it was like the evil glow in her eyes. It's like, oh, I love her. She's so fun. I love Evil Piper. Evil Piper is is scary. I'm not gonna lie. Evil Piper because she's smart. Yeah. No offense to Phoebe, but she's smart. I think she has a lot of pent up. She does resentment. She that middle sister stuff. A lot of things that was right. Saying. Right. Um, when they lost their powers, when 
she she never got a chance to leave home. She had to stay and be there for grabs, yada yada yada. So yeah, she definitely had. And that comes up later on in the ep- That comes up later on in the season. Mm-hmm. We'll see her trying to separate herself, and mm-hmm. it just it doesn't work. work. Yeah. What do you think of then? Besides her name rhyming like genitalia, what did you think of the ten- the Dantalian arc? It had potential. There was so much more that I wanted to know. Yeah. Like, why do you want to kill everybody? Like, why do you want to kill warlocks and witches? Like, why you want to... Besides the fact that you're always the one giving other people power. Mm-hmm. What's your... What's your st- I... We had some really interesting villains this season. Mm-hmm. And I just wish outside of the Cole arc that we had some other arcs. Because I really liked her character. She almost reminds me of a dialed back version of Rita. Rita Repulsor from yeah, Power Rangers. Yeah, I see it. She had the same eyebrows. The same, like She had similar inflections. I see it. Yeah. Like in my head, I was like, after all these years, I'm finally free. <laughs> I took it back. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. You're fine. I I haven't heard that in so long, so it took me, it took me back. <laughs> she, she was fun. She could have been so much fun. Because right. I, I wanted to see her, no, I wanted to see her get her lick back. Just half a lick back. Half a lick back. Half a lick back. A half a lick back. They took her hand. They took her hand and she didn't even get her lick they back. They take her hand and she didn't get her lick back. You were talking all Speaking that- of freezing and crashing stuff, what do you think about the Piper Leo? I just want to get to a point on this podcast where I'm not bashing him. I, I want to be so grown and so... I want to be so over it that I'm not even bothered by his laziness, by how he's not a good partner, how he's not a good person, how he's not a good white writer, how if he, they were trying to make him a himbo, they failed. Leo? I think we'll get better Leo after he fucks up at the end of the season. It's a that. A little better? See, and that's why if I was Piper, I was, we were not having a baby at the end of season four. At the end of season four, we're divorced because it took you losing my sister for you to be better at your job. You can be better at your job for, for me. Nah. But I got you another sister. You're whole. You ain't get... I don't want this broke bitch. I don't want another mouth to feed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Paige came through with a job. She came... She started the, She started the series with a job. And she was a toaster worker. So, half a mouth to feed. Because we all know... Our governments don't like giving our social workers budgets. It's the, my favorite. My it's favorite. the premise of every like Law and Order episode that involves children. Don't look at me like that. Because every time something goes wrong and they go see the social worker, the social worker is always like, "Don't judge me, detective." Wait, wait, wait. No, no, you got to show them. The social worker should like either glances at their stack of paperwork or picks up their I 
have a bunch of books right here. I got you. Here we go. Book detective. You see the stack of papers right here? Everyone in this stack is another case. Another child. And do you think I get paid overtime? I don't. And every day, the stack just keeps growing and growing and growing. So sue me if one child... No, 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 no. No, no, it's... I'm trying to do the best, the most, with what I'm given, detective. Do you want to take over this? Do you want to? Do you want to knock on doors? Do you want to do the follow-up calls, detectives? Well, if not, don't you. And if you're talking about Eric Adams, New York, maybe, detective, if I had a fourth of your budget, I could do my job better. But until that happens... Maybe go volunteer at a library while they're still open. Hashtag fund the libraries. What is going on? Why did I open up my Libby account? And it was like, we regret to inform you that there will be longer wait times due to them slashing the budget. And that wasn't the only thing like down here that we got as far as news is that you guys were closing on Sundays. And it was very sugar coated because like, oh, well, not. Most libraries are open on Sundays anyway, but we're they're not really getting to the root of the fact that we're now losing access to books and more books. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. They were like, out here, there's no more Saturday opening because we were never open on Sundays out here, except for- Oh, Grand- so you guys are losing Saturdays? Yeah. And- so when are people supposed to go to the library? Because the only one that I know that's open- Seven days a week is Grand Army. It's Grand Army. And I'll just... So when are you supposed to go to the library? If you work nine to five, Monday through Friday, when are you supposed to go? Where are you supposed to get your DVDs from, huh? Right, because you're now cutting back on media anyway. But we're we're going on a rant. So <laughs> that was a beautiful clip, but I can't wait to post it. <laughs> it was it was good. Um so my favorite, and I think you already called to it though, but my favorite, and it's one of my favorite scenes, period, because I'm just a, like, oh, I love dark romance. But when Balthazar or Cole comes and Cole's trying to explain, you know, everything that's happening at Prue, and mm-hmm. Phoebe's all hot and bothered, and is like, where's Balthazar? And she's like, I don't want, I don't want to be that. I want to be good for you. My heart is good. I want to be pure. And she beats the shit out of him. Until he becomes Balthazar. And I was ready. I was like, gimme, 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 gimme. And then Piper ruined it. I was so upset. <laughs> I, I had mentioned this earlier and I'm so happy we got to, I forgot it's maybe in season one or season two. I said it and I was like, Phoebe got a kink. Phoebe got a kink and this is the episode where we see it. Um I too. I too. I will send you the web page later. But I too have a kink. Oh. <laughs> and this might be what started. Probably. Right here. Probably. <laughs> Alice. I mean, and I knew obviously it was WB11, so I knew that it wasn't going to go further. And if they're going back to recommendations, if there is Balthazar, TB, like Wattpads, I asked you guys in season one, but I'm asking again. Send it my way. And I don't want no I don't way. want Phoebe and Cole. I want Phoebe and Balthazar. I said what I said. I will even take Prue and Balthazar. So I 
did a whole bunch of batch content creating this weekend, as you know. Mm-hmm. And I cannot wait until we get to that Western episode because the photo... Is that next I, week, right? Is it? Probably. Yes, it is next week. The photo I picked for the screen grab, oh, so perfect. So perfect. Yeah. Anyway, um, so how did you feel though, like when they smashed Leo? Because you were so on a like, I don't want to rant about how horrible he is, but how did you feel? I was so happy. It made my heart happy. It made my heart so happy. And I wish because at the end of the episode, when when Prue uses this experience to help her forgive Phoebe, I wish. Piper would have took that opportunity to reflect and be like, if I wanted to kill this man and I did kill him, why am I marrying him? Why? why, why I, not only did I kill, have my sister kill him, I stepped on his frozen body and called him a bastard. Right through it. Right through it. And called him a bastard. Yo. Am I marrying the right person? Cause this don't feel like wedding jitters. This don't feel. This feels like more than evil taking over. And Prue mentions that. So after everything is said and done, and Italian has been vanquished, and Zyle gets destroyed, they go back. Piper has realized finally. That while everything is back to normal, the Book of Shadows is no longer evil. That whole man is in ice pieces at her house. <laughs> so they run back to <laughs> they run back to the attic, and it looks like you know, I guess the ice had melted in the time that they were gone. The shattered bits of Leo are no longer there, right? And Leo orbs in, and the two girls uh, see him, but she's still crying. And Piper does an amazing job of tears. I love. When Piper cries, and not like in a sadistic, like, let me see her tears, but she's such a good actress. Like, mm-hmm. I felt for her. I didn't necessarily, it was like upset because Leo was there, but I was upset that she was upset. <laughs> and when she apologizes for uh, shattering him into pieces, mm-hmm. Leo says that, you know, it's okay because it wasn't really them and because they were able to uh, fight and resist evil and come back to who they were. That's why everything else was undone. But Prue makes a statement that, in a sense, it was them because she could feel the evil and she she kind of relished in it. Mm-hmm. So going right back into what you said, I feel like, in a way, she was like, you, you bitch. <laughs> I could have. <laughs> exactly. Leo was being such an asshole this episode. But the worst... That's why I was saying he reminded me of Dr. G. Like the whole, oh, you want pigs in the blanket? Oh, bleep, bleep, like, first of all, this is her dream this wedding. Way, pigs in the blanket ain't wedding food. You know how many weddings I done had pigs in a blanket at? That's where I got my love for pigs in a blanket at a wedding. But anyway. You also had catered Olive Garden at a wedding. Not a wedding I planned. <laughs> <laughs> but I can understand, right, with her being a caterer mm-hmm. and this is going to be her forever wedding. She's never going to not be with this man again. Mm-hmm. I can under. It was. I don't think it was necessarily so much of the pigs in the blanket because if that's what you want for your wedding, that's fine. I I love me, especially like if you like dust the croissants with butter. Mm. 
and a little salt. and a little like sea salt. Mm-hmm. She has right, right. We here, we here, mm-hmm. we here, right. But if that's not, each but I see you. We see each. But that's not what she wanted, and he knew that, and I felt that his jabs were unnecessary. Like you're already providing me extra stress, which is why I was saying, oh, he kind of reminded me with Dr. G mm-hmm. and the whole like conversation with Sweet Tea, because you're providing me extra stress that doesn't need to be there. You know, that's not what I want. It don't matter what you want because you're dead and you have no friends. So it doesn't matter what you want. I just need you to stand there and look pretty. <laughs> not even just that. It's when the wedding planner is asking about flower, like if they want a flower girl. And I know. And he said, well, we can ask Kate from down the block and, you know, she can bring her fairy friends and some trolls. Why are you being an asshole? Like, I under... (sighs) Is Leo wrong? Technically, no. That's also not the conversation that you have with outside folk. One. He wasn't raised. Two. He wasn't raised well. Two. Why are you ex- trying to expose magic like this? Why, like he always tries to be petty and rude and nasty for no reason. We've seen, and, and that's what it's the pettiness. This is not even the first time this season. Like you always want to be petty. You always want to throw these little jabs. And why do I want to marry somebody who's making a mockery out of my wedding, out of my dream? Because again. You have this dream fantasy for your wedding day. Does it always come to fruition? No. I don't think you were thinking about a, a silver wedding dress when you were get, when you were thinking about getting married. Mm-mm. Exactly. So, like, yes, parts of your dream changes, but it just feels like Leo never really cares about Piper's mortal side. He no. only cares about her wit side because even then he don't care them. <laughs> Honestly, Leo is—he's an opportunist. He—I'm putting on my Miss Joyce hat. He an opportunist. He a hundred air. <laughs> I raised you to be a millionaire. And his mom's like, oh. <laughs> No, I'm just saying, he just want to be with Piper for the glory of being with the charm one. That's the only thing I can see. That's the only thing I can think of. Because he don't like her. He don't respect her. And if you get frozen during sex, you not enjoying the sex. I mean, that's why them kids turn out as bad as they did. That's what happens when you stay in a marriage without love. That's why them kids turn out the way they do. I don't see... Because, like, he's not wrong. Grams is a ghost. How are you explaining a ghost to Sheila? Because at this point, she doesn't know about ma- about uh, about magic yet. Maybe she does, because Daryl was like, we ain't got no secrets. Maybe. Who knows? Either way, let's say Sheila doesn't know about magic yet. How are you explaining the ghost? The two ghosts to Sheila. And I get that. I don't I don't necessarily think that his points were invalid. I think Leo had very good points. I just think that was neither the time nor the place. Also. And what bothers me too, because I feel like we lay a lot of the bullshit down at Leo's feet. 
But y'all already know. Like, if somebody talked to my sisters like that in front of me, it's going to be a problem. <laughs> y'all already know I'm all white. We can, we can deal with the pick, pick up the pieces later. But he'd have gotten cussed out. <laughs> Who the fuck you talking to? <laughs> not, not in the house that I pay bills for. No. No. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. <laughs> Yo, he is so dismissive. And. Had he just explained his point of view to Piper calmly without being a dickhead, I'm not saying Piper would have been like, oh, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We would have still gotten the mm-hmm. resolution that we got because obviously she has to come to terms with it herself. But you don't have to be a and dickhead to do it. Me- Right, even that made me sad. Like, she comes to the realization later on the episode, towards the end, that with everything that's going on in their life, with all of this, which is wild, that they call it surprise demons. Like, no, bitch, you should know that y'all can get demons quite frequently. Mm-hmm. But whatever, the surprise demons, the ghosts and everything like that, she comes to the point that she's just not going to have the wedding that she expected. And he's just like, all right, that's cool. I'm glad you came to that, like... <laughs> Like, his response to it was so lackadaisical. Instead of having a conversation to reassure her that, yeah, your wedding's only one day, but we have a lot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, And before uh, somebody in the comments or somebody, like, hits us up, yes, I know he says, we don't need all of that. We just need us. You a little was, too late. No, he said that before they got turned evil. What they were talking to the um, closely, but he was you being petty and petty and petty. I'm not saying that you gotta say that's also what I was gonna say. Like, and it wasn't even that he didn't know why this was important to her because Prue tells him about it the night before. She literally says, This is a Cinderella complex, every girl dreams about their wedding day how I've dreamed about it. And this is how I know he wasn't paying attention because her, his response is, you were dreaming about Piper's wedding day? Yeah, men. <laughs> oh no. You got one person being manipulative in the mausoleum and you got another person being manipulative in the house that I paid for. I, and then I, poor Prue stuck with boring as Justin. <sighs> poor girl. He's so sweet, but he's so boring. Yeah. But he was sweet. Yeah. But he was boring. Which, that should have been... I was talking to Jose about this earlier when we were watching the episode. If you were ready to break up with him the night before because he was boring, you don't want to invite him to Piper's wedding because it means too much. You're just not ready for the relationship. Why isn't it not... like Why aren't your alarm bells going off? When he is now all of a sudden, hey, I'm the most successful man in San Francisco. How you do? Which is weird right. because Zyle didn't even have that swag. So who was Justin? Who who was that man? Zyle was crazy. Like, we talked this whole episode without really talking about him, and we talked about him a little bit. We did talk about him a little bit, but Zyle Zyle was given like M sub. Yes. Yes, you, mistress. No mistress. Yes. 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 Yes, mistress. No mistress. How can I serve you, mistress? He definitely looks like Gee. a sucker. Right. He I'll was like, you, the, you the, want the book of shadows? I'll get you the book of shadows. Yeah. 
he definitely was a low level demon who thought he got chose. Yeah. He got picked. He got yeah. picked. Like, the source couldn't do it with Baltazar, and you think the source is going to pick you, my dude? Get out of here. I mean, other demons have tried and failed. True. You know what? You know, Dantalian has reawakened, though, my want to see the seer. Because I feel like Dantalian was like the precursor Mm -hmm. for when we get the seer. Like that want for more. Like the want to not just be the person in the background. The want to to have it all and take out anybody in her way. Mm -hmm. Like we see that fully fleshed out when we get the seer arc. And I mean, I'm kind of glad that it was like a black baddie because we love her. Mm-hmm. We love her. All my children. But it would have been nice. Up. It would be nice to have. It would have been nice to see. Could we? I feel like we've had some strong ass evil women. women this season, but their characters really haven't been fleshed out. And because we now have this overarching whole, will they? Won't they? Mm-hmm. We kind of go right back into the demon of the week versus having like the demon. Yeah. You know, while this, I, I understand why this couldn't have been a two parter episode because technically all hell breaks loose is a two part, even though, you know, we don't talk about that anymore. Or is season four, episode one part, the official two parter now. I don't know. Either way. Well, it wasn't supposed to be a two-parter. So, according to Shannon, she thought she was coming back. Mm -hmm. So, it was supposed to be like a a cliffhanger, obviously. A cliffhanger. I was going to say plot hanger. It didn't work in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was supposed to be a cliffhanger and then she was supposed to get up. Or she thought she was going to get up. Mm -hmm. She did not get up. I think she directs it. I think she directs it. Yeah. And she, I think she says, like, why would I direct my own death or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like when they first, this is probably one of those, uh, I can't think of it. I literally have it on the tip of my tongue. Um, Mandela Effects, where I remember this being a two-parter episode when it premiered. And then whatever happened, they combined it into one large episode. Um, but this very well could have been a two-part episode just for, like, homegirl to get her lick back or for them right. to deal with the with being bad. Like, I know, or they could have just made this episode a little stronger because you, I'm, it just feels like something's missing from this episode. It's fun, it's, but there's something missing. I feel like the best episodes that we get are when we start to understand a demon's why and like what truly makes a demon tick. Mm-hmm. We don't, it's in 44 minutes, it's hard to have a uh, an A plot and a B plot and a C plot. So it, it just moves kind of quickly. Zyle was neither here nor there for me. To me, he wasn't the main focus and we don't, it's frustrating because you you start to see, you know, the reason why um, 
I can't think of her name now. Why the original producer left in the first place? Mm-hmm. Because we start to move into this like the Phoebe and Cole. all like being all about boys thing versus you know, and we have such great baddie women villains, mm-hmm. and we don't get to see them for very long. So, but other than that, uh. You hit, you know, Justin's boring. She's not going to be with Justin anymore. And Phoebe does go back to the mausoleum and tells Cole, I love you, but I'm always going to want to, like, beat the shit out of you so I can get Balthazar. And that's not going to work if I'm a charmed one, so we can't be together. And Cole's like, I'm going to keep trying, bitch. You think it's the end. But I got all the time in the world. (laughs) You can't leave because I manip- do. He's, he's manipulative. Like, I just, oh my God. I didn't want to believe it's it like, was true, but it is. I mean, I knew it was true, but as you start to watch it under, one, under not a 13-year-old lens, mm-hmm. not a, like, like I'm a mom and a wife now, but I'm older, I'm older. As my son would say, I'm older. You're more experienced uh, <laughs> as a woman. I'm more experienced as a woman. I know my likes and my dislikes. <laughs> I know what makes me purr. I know it makes me purr. And that that scene definitely did it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, it just... It's just, it doesn't do anything. Like, you're, you're a manipulator. You're a piece of shit. Thanks. Thanks, demon. And... <laughs> I don't know. I... I don't think I ever was a a lifer, uh, like a Leo Piper stan. Mm-hmm. I think, like, if I had to choose between Leo and Cole, it was always going to be Cole. But having to yeah. rewatch this podcast critically and with a woman's eyes, it's so easy to see that this was written by men. And it's so disheartening the the struggle of that was served to us on a platter as if it was like wagyu steak. This is. Do you think right? Because like, so all of us were like super young, right? Mm-hmm. And this wasn't. I mean, and I'm sure other people watch other shows, but I'm sure that this is not the only TV show to have done this, do you think that it was part of like a greater thing so that as we got older, we would accept less? Because it almost feels... I don't think that they're smart enough for that, but I definitely think they all collectively thought that we were hysterical and they normalized slackness laziness doing the barest of minimums the barest of minimums in order for their team members to feel like this is normal so much so so when we call it out it's just like what are you talking about bob acts like this and terry acts like this jamal acts like this if all the guys are like this maybe it's not us maybe it's you Oh, it makes me angry. (laughs) Because think of how Gregory from Abbott Elementary is written, and think about how Leah was written. Imagine if Leah was written like Gregory, minus the whole, like, uh, tism. I don't know what tism he got, and 
this was the 90s, they would have called it like crazy instead of like on the spectrum. <laughs> okay. But do you see how Gregory is like, I pay attention to everything you talk about. So I want to know how you're like, how you think and how, how he is into Janine and how he like cares about her. Like there are so many other men, but he's like the first one that comes to my mind that when you, when you see a guy or a male character like a, a female character or their counterpart, or who the person they're supposed to like, it's supposed to make sense. This don't make no sense. There's no, it just says, it, it's just lazy and I'm so tired. It's so bad. It's, and every week I give him this podcast, I'm like, I don't want to bash him. I don't want to spend like 10 minutes saying how he ain't shit, but you give me an episode like this where he's mocking her and being dismissive and just being nasty for the sake of yeah. being nasty. And I'm supposed to be like, yup, I'm riding for him. No. He's a piece of shit. Do you think though why that's why you're rooting for Cole versus rooting for Leo and Piper? Because even though Cole was evil, he was gonna ride for his woman. Like <laughs> I might have to manipulate you a little bit. <laughs> but like, I'm a ride for you. <laughs> y'all okay. When Paige and uh, this is a very page heavy episode. When Paige does the spell for Piper's birthday to give her the perfect man, notice how none of them traits was Leo. It was nothing about Leo. Like, the only thing that they had in common, that Leo had in common with Piper's perfect man, was the fact that they respected and understood the fact that she was a witch. That was the only thing they had in common. And you expect me to believe this is it? Like again, I wonder who wrote that episode. Was it a woman or a man? Because even if your even if your husband doesn't check all your boxes, if you were to make the perfect man, you are definitely taking some of your husband's traits into that perfect man. Hey, yo, with a splash of coal, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, excuse me, a little splash of both desires. <laughs> you know, as Phoebe said, you know. Cole was a little preachy. I forgive me, both of them. I might have to go watch that again. That scene is hot, not She's for the hot. same reasons it is. For, like, I don't feel the hotness the way you feel the hotness. But my toxic, yeah, that's my kind of toxic. When he shifted and looked up at her, if you're not about to yoke me up, don't. Don't apply. I'm sorry. Mac, speaking of that, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. <laughs> um, are there any tweaks you want to make to this episode? You know what tweaks I want to make to this episode. Let's make it rated R, baby. You're right. <laughs> a special oh, collaboration with cinema for one night only. <laughs> for one night only. I think we've we've said everything, right? Like, I, And I'm not going to just repeat it, but I would have loved to have seen more of Dentalian. Mm-hmm. Less of Leo. Yeah. Honestly, I know I said it already, but I'm going to say it again. I wish we saw Piper reevaluate, like, have that pregnant pause. <laughs> have a pre K pause. Pre K pause! <laughs> he finally popped up on my timeline. It's been two seasons. 
It took two seasons for him to pop up on my timeline. And it finally happened. But um He's a therapist now. I don't think he does elementary work. The he's, video I saw He's so cute. Was He's so adorable. Like when a burglar breaks into my house and he's like, pre K pause, what are you doing in here? <laughs> um But I Every episode or every series that deals with a wedding always deals with cold feet. And we never see Piper have cold feet, despite Leo giving her every opportunity to have cold feet. And I really wish we could have seen that a little bit more. Maybe that, if they had tapped into that, would have made this episode a little stronger for me. I don't think you were going to get the cold feet episode ever from Piper just because of the amount of stress and effort it took for her to get here. She's going to have that wedding regardless of whether she wanted to marry him or not. You know what? This episode gave me the one thing I will never, ever, ever see again in the series. And for that, I am grateful. Phoebe and Piper took that man out. I'm sorry. Bastard. Her line delivery on Bastard, her stepping on his body while saying Bastard, all of that, perfect. I just wish she would have stayed dead. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, so how would you rate the episode? <laughs> I'm giving this four and a half frozen Leos. Frozen dead. Uh, Chick-fil-A ice, Leo's. Wow. This is, like I said before, this is one of my fate with all of its issues. This is one of my favorite episodes of the, the, the series. And I'm going to give it eight being Balthazar's. You know what? I'm being too judgy. I will give it six and a half Chick-fil-A frozen Leo's. Repeat what you said. I said, I'm being too judgy. I'm going to give this six and a half Chick-fil-A frozen Leos. Because you know the Chick-fil-A ice? That's what she crushed them into. I mean, you know, we don't rock with, you know, Chick-fil-A because they bigger, bigger, bigger. But y'all know the ice? On that note. Some witches be <laughs> Oh my god, I'm done. I am done. We are done. Good night. Good and I say good night, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>